Hello, welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Katherine Edwards, a certified wildlife biologist who is the new wildlife management specialist with the Fairfax County Animal Shelter. What a mouthful. Okay. <laughs> and Catherine, we're going to chat about wildlife in Fairfax County. Thanks for uh, being with us on the County Conversation. Thank you for inviting me, Jim. Uh, listeners, uh, regular listeners who listen to all of the county podcasts may have remembered that you were recently on the PawCast. That's the Animal Shelter podcast. Uh, when you had first started, you're very new with Fairfax County, but not new to Fairfax County. So my understanding. So let's get a, a little history, learn a little bit more about Catherine Edwards. Uh, you grew up in Fairfax County, is that correct? That's or, correct. Okay. I, I grew up here in Chantilly and lived here for 20-something years uh, prior to, to moving on for my graduate degree. So I actually started here uh, with a bachelor's in wildlife from the University of Virginia and yeah. worked for a number of years as a veterinary assistant here okay. in Centerville and, and, and moved on from there for graduate school and, and you know, full-time right. position right. and really wanted to come home. Right. So finally, uh, I'm back here. I've been in the position with Fairfax County as a wildlife management specialist just about a month and a half now. Mm -hmm. So fairly new to the position, but glad to be home. Okay. Started mid, mid-August, is that right? Yeah, mid-August, somewhere around yeah. the, the 11th, yeah. I believe. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not uh, um, common that you find a, a uh, native Fairfax Countyan <laughs> <laughs> or Northern Virginian. Seems like we all move here from, from somewhere. Um, so you have always been kind of interested in wildlife, critters, and stuff like that? or I have, ever okay. since I was younger. Uh, my grandmother was a zoologist, oh, so wow. I, I learned from her and going to visit her in Mississippi for summers and seeing all the different collections yeah. and, and habitats that were there within uh, the southeast and really just instilled a passion in me to want to wanna conserve wildlife yeah. and be out in nature. Is that something that you kind of knew from a young age that you wanted to do, or is there something that you liked and it kind of hit you later that you wanted to do it kind of thing? I knew from a young age, but I didn't know exactly the direction I wanted mm. to take it, so I kind of tested the waters in a different fields with zoology, scientific studies, um, working as a veterinary assistant, mm -hmm. uh, wanting to, you know, considering going into wildlife medicine at that point, and then really wanting to circle back and become more of a, a habitat conservationist dealing uh -huh. with wildlife, um, particularly with threatened endangered species, huh. which is what some of my work is focused on, right. um, but general ecology. Wow. So how do you, I mean, I guess you, you did the right thing. You kind of, you studied, you learned, you kind of figure out what was best for you. I mean, I've always heard, you know, follow your passion or what you're interested in and that kind of thing. Sounds like you've, you've done that. I've tried and yeah. I'm still learning. It's an ongoing process. So so seeing the different directions it might take. My career's taken different directions right. over the course of the past couple of years. Um, doing field studies as a research biologist into more administrative work uh, with some of our, our larger federal agencies. Mm -hmm. And then most recently with the Wildlife Society in Bethesda doing more uh, professional outreach uh, mm. for students and other wildlife professionals. Mm -hmm. And then now circling back and, right. and having a mix of all of those with yeah. this current uh, position here okay. in Fairfax. And it's the Wildlife Management Specialist with the Fairfax County Animal Shelter. And to further confuse our residents, I probably shouldn't even mention this, but the Animal Shelter is actually a, a, a part of the Fairfax County Police Department, at least organizational structural-wise. So 
You're actually a police department employee, I guess. Yes, I'm, I'm a civilian employee with the police department. Right. It's through the Animal Services Division, and my office is located at the animal shelter. Yeah, so yeah. I work with shelter staff, animal control, as well as members of the patrol division with the police department. Yeah. But interesting uh, mixture because you've got the animal uh, control uh, folks, right, you know, kind of working so closely with the shelter, and it's all kind of, you know, kind of that synergy or whatever that word is that you're, you know, it's a very team atmosphere uh, over there, and it's it's a nice placement for me to have my office so that I could coordinate with all the different members uh, through the Animal Services yeah. Division because we have issues between domestic and wildlife that mm. come up. So being able to discuss these issues with animal control is a necessity for this position, right. as well as just looking at you know the the, uh, the number of wildlife issues that come up and management of the deer program, mm -hmm. which is coordinated uh, through the animal control officers yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, the, the wildlife management specialist position, if I understand correctly, that's a, that is a new position with the animal shelter or maybe an unfilled position? It's a restructuring of okay. a previous position. Okay. The previous position was listed as the wildlife biologist position, which gotcha. was held by Vicki Monroe. And prior to that, it was also uh, held by... Remember his name, Earl Hodnett. Right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that uh, I'm right. still learning. Um, so they they've restructured the position recently um, to encompass more of the management atmosphere and general uh, general wildlife management, um, not focused solely on on biology, but mm -hmm. seeing that it encompasses a, a lot of larger issues. So we're dealing more with public outreach and communication mm -hmm. strategies associated with wildlife issues, as well as you know on the ground management of wildlife within the right, county. Right. Fairfax County, roughly 400 square miles, maybe a tad bit over 400 square miles. So it's a huge county. So you might initially think um, that's a lot of wildlife potential in Fairfax County. So that sounds like a, a pretty big position. It is. We have a diversity of species here. Um, some are more commonly viewed than others, mm. obviously, depending on uh, the, the nature of the animal itself. But we get calls uh, and questions and concerns about a variety of species, depending on the time of year. Mm. Uh, White-tailed deer being a number one species that are, mm. are very common in the county and, you know, one of our most enjoyed species that people have that they right. commonly view. But also calls dealing with um, coyotes, foxes, mm. Um, various snakes are a common concern with mm. residents. Oh. <laughs> so. yeah, that's my uh, that's my phobia right there. You know, snakes. Uh, I was going to ask you about common. So deer is common. Um, are there a couple of other common? And then talk about some of the uncommon wildlife. Uh, sure, we have uh, common species that that are usually uh, you know can be considered to be a nuisance or viewed yeah. more often. Yeah. Tend to be things like raccoons and skunks. Mm. Mostly animals that are going to come onto your property, get into right, your garbage, right. things like that, are the animals that we typically get calls about that people mm. are concerned about being in their yards and, and ways that they can, you know, make their yards less attractive right, or repel right. them so that they're not in contact with people or their pets. Um, those are the most common ones we, we really get calls about. Um, there's also bats. We've frequently received mm. calls through animal control about bats being yeah. in people's houses or attics right. and concerns with that. It really just depends on the time of the year and the right. activity of the right. animals. Are there um, uh, like uncommon uh, wildlife that may see or that we've had reports of? I know, you know, recently there was, what, a coyote sighting somewhere, and then there was a possible, what, mountain lion sighting somewhere <laughs> that proved un 
unsubstantiated, I think, but are, are those some of the more uncommon kinds? Those are some of the more uncommon. We have received a couple of calls, more just inquiries about the coyote population within Fairfax mm. County. Uh, recently, there was a picture that was released from uh, the Fairfax County Park Authority showing images of a coyote pup at Eleanor C. Lawrence Park. Mm. So that's kind of stirred, uh, you know, some information sure, and sure. interest from the public. Uh, we did have the recent reports of a mountain lion sighting in Alexandria. So that is something that we've investigated with the animal control officers as well. Um, based on on the field investigation as well as the camera surveys that we put up, uh, we have no evidence that show documentation of a mountain lion mm -hmm. at the elementary school, mm -hmm. but it's something that we're asking uh, people if you do have information, including any photographs or anything like that within the area, mm -hmm. um, that you send that to us via email if possible, and we've established a new email address okay. for that. It's, that. Uh, yeah. Sure, it's FCPD Wildlife Resources at FairfaxCounty.gov. Okay. So if you have any information that might uh, help us with that investigation, we ask that you send it to that address. All right. I can just imagine a listener right now scrambling for the pen and the paper. It's pretty <laughs> kind of a uh, long email address, so give it give it again, and we'll try to hit it again toward the end of the show as well. It's FCPD Wildlife Resources at FairfaxCounty.gov. Okay. All right. You mentioned deer uh, earlier on, maybe one of the more common, and especially this time of year, the fall of the year, I think more prevalent and a lot of uh, unfortunate car accidents with deer and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, let's talk a little bit about the deer management program in Fairfax County. Um, either like it or you don't like it. I guess you you know you can't hardly sit on the fence one way or the other about it. But a needed program. Yes, it's very it's a, it's a needed program within the county. The program itself was mandated by the Board of Supervisors uh, beginning in 1998, and it's implemented through the Fairfax County Police Department. Uh, with the goal of being able to address safety and health concerns for residents that are associated with an overabundant deer population. So dealing with thousands of deer and vehicle collisions occurring within the county, dealing with potential for spread of diseases through uh, ticks that are carried by deer, as well as we see damage to residential property. And we also see environmental damage caused by overbrowsing uh, by deer that can impact the entire ecosystem. So all of these reasons combined has, has pushed us to develop the deer management program in mm -hmm. Fairfax County. In, in a nutshell, what is, what is the program? Can you kind of explain it? I mean, it, you gave the, the need for it in the highlights, but what is it? How do you, it consists of different management options. So we have population control options that are approved uh, by the Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries for deer reduction within the county. This includes use of an archery program, a managed hunting program, and also a sharpshooting program. And then we also have additional management methods that we recommend to residents for management on their own properties to repel or deter deer that are they're causing damage to their property. And this, this uses methods such as humane exclusion, might include using uh, establishing high fences over eight feet tall for restricting deer, as well as different kind of harassment techniques that you mm -hmm. can do to, to frighten them from your property or, or deter them, and also ideas for different uh, plantings for less palatable vegetation or less preference uh, forage for deer mm -hmm. on your property. Let's talk about that, the, the humane, whatever, I forget the... Exclusion. Ex humane exclusion, yeah, nice way to say, keep the deer out of my yard. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned a couple of things, a tall fence, because deer can jump pretty high. Yes. Uh, okay, so, so let's talk about some of these things, the fencing and, and kind of interesting, the plants. I mean, what, maybe the plants in particular, they're... You guys give 
guidance on certain things that they can plant or guidance on, you know, like you said, eight foot fence. Sure. Yeah, we need an eight foot or higher fence because deer can obviously hop over uh, yeah. a fence of shorter. So that's something that's, yeah. you know, to be considered by residents. Obviously, it's not the most aesthetically pleasing to have right. an eight foot right. fence in your backyard. <laughs> and it can be very costly to construct. Yeah. Um, but it is a possible option for, you know, protecting any ornamental plants, landscaping or gardens mm-hmm. that you might have on your property. We do have a list of plants that can be, um, you know, Mm. supplemented on your property. They're known to be less palatable. Those are on our website through either wildlife or wildlife management. Mm. However, we do caution that in circumstances where we have a really overabundant deer population, Oftentimes, they will go and seek out the preferred forage, but then will turn on to your property afterwards. Just because we have so many deer, right. they may continue to forage even on less preference right, plants. Yeah. You know, if they're hungry and if that's they're hungry what, that's and, and the food is out there, yeah. then they're going to yeah. eat it regardless okay. of. So there, there's actions you can take to try and minimize that, but it's not a guarantee. What about other um, animals and, and as opposed to just deer, um, you know, fox, raccoons, different things like that that may come into our yard that we don't want. Tips, suggestions, the humane exclusion. Sure, humane exclusion <laughs> applies not only to deer, um, but dealing, especially around your household, just making sure you don't have any open crevices, holes under your porch, you know, mm-hmm. any um, eaves that are loose or anything that can create an opening where wildlife can come into your to your house or mm-hmm. onto your property where it might establish a nest or den site. So, you know, being able just to examine your household and, and your property and making sure to, to close up any of these areas, seal them up, uh, doing things, just common sense things such as not leaving out uh, food for wildlife. So also taking in your garbage, making mm-hmm. sure you're only putting it out during the morning of trash pickup, mm-hmm. removing any pet food that's left outdoors, anything that's going to attract them to your property. So making sure to do that. Removal of bird feeders. I know many people like to install bird feeders for right. wildlife viewing, right. but this right. can also attract other animals to your property as well mm-hmm. and can create a nuisance. Okay. We, we talked about deer a little bit with the fall of the year that, that we're in now. Are there any other considerations, issues, things we could uh, look at about the fall time of the year when we're talking about wildlife, either either good or bad? And just in general, with wildlife being active, we do see a lot of animals kind of transitioning where a lot of the young are dispersing and hmm. moving during the, the fall season. Uh, fall is actual peak hawk migratory time within the state of Virginia. <laughs> so that doesn't Catherine actually <laughs> that doesn't coincide strictly with Fairfax County right. but with with the Commonwealth in general. So mm-hmm. you might may see increased activity for some animals. Um, I myself uh, studied pool breeding amphibians, salamanders in particular, okay. and fall is actually the start of breeding season for some of those species such as the marbled salamander. So wow. if that's an interest of people, you may go right. out to your local parks and see some movement there. Um, you know, as well as is obviously deer uh, beginning the breeding right, season with right. peak rut coming later in the right. fall. I love doing this show, but sometimes I feel so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> like, wow, incredible, incredible <laughs> stuff. Um, Another part of your position, the wildlife management specialist position, is not only, you know, knowing this stuff and how it affects the county, but also being a part out in the community, 
talking to homeowners groups, civic groups, that kind of thing. Can you talk a little bit about the Sure, that, that's a huge part of this position and something that we're really trying to redevelop within the, the wildlife management mm. specialist position is to really engage the communities and, and increase our communication with residents on wildlife issues. We're trying to implement a variety of different ways of doing this. So mm -hmm. currently, um, I've been invited to speak at several community meetings, mostly related to the deer management program. But we're really trying to expand this to include other wildlife as well, because I really would like to to have a diversity uh, of issues with sure. this program. Our residents in Fairfax County are very well informed on wildlife issues and are very passionate about nature and mm -hmm. wildlife resources. So any way that we can engage them uh, to become uh, you know, stewards of the environment and to help us through this program is very critical. So at the animal shelter, what we're in discussions now is developing a wildlife volunteer program. We currently already have a well-established volunteer program yeah. through the animal right. shelter. So we're really just trying to expand this to include people that either have experience with wildlife or interest in wildlife mm -hmm. that can help us, um, me in particular, with my position to do things such as online research or mm -hmm. uh, community engagements. We're looking at possibly hosting some sort of a workshop or seminar series through right. the shelter wow. dealing with wildlife so so that we can give information to residents about the current programs we have such as deer management um, we also have a geese management program but also things that people might find fun and engaging sure. and, and exciting mm -hmm. to get them more involved so field trips possibly wow. workshops to teach um, birding, right. you know, is another oh, cool. possibility, yeah. things like that. There's an amphibian program to learn your frog and, and toad call surveys. So things along that nature that people might find interesting cool. and want to come and learn more yeah. is what we're really hoping to do. How, if someone hears that and says, wow, that sounds like me, uh, you know, how could they reach out to you? Is there a phone number, email address? Sure. I can give the general uh, number that we have that, that is used to reach sure. me for wildlife inquiries as well as my email address. Uh, the general phone phone number we use is 703-246-6868 and my email is katherine.edwards at fairfaxcounty.gov. Mm -hmm. So you can just email or call and leave a message if you're interested in volunteering. And we're hoping to have an open house later in the fall, but that's still in development. Yeah. So we can give you information on how to be a part of that and learn more right. about these opportunities. Okay. And if folks, uh, you know, for their civic group, homeowners association, like for you or someone to come and speak or present as well, they can also use those same contact same information? Same contact information. Just leave me a detailed message right. on the group and, and the issue that you would like us to speak on right. and dates and times as well. And, and we can, either myself or a counterpart with right. the deer management program, uh, would be able to come and, and speak with right. you about that. All right. If you're out there listening, you know, put them, put them to work. You know. <laughs> Hopefully your email and your phone will be uh, full by the time you get back with, uh, with all kind of messages. Um, just about out of time, it's a huge topic, wildlife management uh, or wildlife in general in Fairfax County. Um, we've hit a lot of the highlights. Uh, is there anything we haven't talked about, I haven't asked you about, or we haven't covered that you want to make sure that, uh, that our residents out there know and understand about wildlife in Fairfax County? I'd just say that, you know, we have a well-established wildlife management program. It follows na uh, national best practices for management. Um, but again, I'm new in this position, so I'm getting caught up to speed every on everything. And I'd really like to hear 
feedback from our residents. Mm -hmm. So if there's uh, recommendations or ideas that you have for how we can improve this or how I can better to help you on your properties or with questions related to wildlife, please contact me and don't hesitate to ask. Mm -hmm. And let's give all those uh, contact stuff again, uh, email, website, phone numbers, whatever you've got. Sure. For general wildlife inquiries to reach me, you can call at 703-246-6868. I also have a separate number related to the deer management program, and this is for safety concerns. This is a number for Sergeant Eric Powell, who's our deer program manager with the Animal Services Division. His number is 703-324-0280. You can also call me at the previous number if you have questions related to that program as well. And there's also a number if you have general issues uh, or conflicts with wildlife on your property, if for some reason you can't reach us, uh, there is a number that's provided by the Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries. Um, This is a Virginia wildlife conflict hotline, and it's 855-571-9003. And you can also email me at katherine.edwards at fairfaxcounty.gov. All right. So if you're uh, listening uh, to the county conversation, I'm sure you'll be hitting the, you know, rewind 30-second button there to make sure you get all those numbers and and everything uh, down correctly. You can also go to the county website, fairfaxcounty.gov, and, of course, just search for wildlife or, you know, wildlife management and that kind of thing, and uh, then more resources will pop up online. So Catherine Edwards, the certified wildlife biologist, wildlife management specialist with Fairfax County's Animal Shelter, has been our guest on the county conversation today. And Catherine, thanks so much for uh, for being with us and sharing information about uh, wildlife in Fairfax County and how wildlife can interact with human life and we can all get together and get along. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. All right. Thanks to you for uh, listening to the county conversation as well. And we haven't asked in a while, but uh, if we could ask you a favor to please go to the iTunes store, leave us a review and a rating, hopefully a five star. But, uh, you know, be honest, be truthful, give us whatever you think the show is of value to you. The reason we ask for reviews and ratings is because it helps increase the show's uh, rankings in the store, making it more visible to folks. So we want to get as many uh, listeners as possible. And, of course, the County Conversation is also available via the Stitcher app on your telephone, so another great way to tune in there. If you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and events, just visit fairfaxcounty.gov news or call 703-FAIRFAX. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for listening to the County Conversation, produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.